0: Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Wednesday, the 15th of July. The day generated a further eight surprises and only two shocks, and this recent run of positive data has pushed the Coldwater Global Shocks and Surprises Index to plus 0.52, which is as high as it's been since April last year. Mind you, while this gives a dramatic upward swoosh to the graph, it's not a yet a full rebound. Since at the nadir in early may this index sank as low as minus 0.95 it will take a brisker and more unexpected recovery than this to rescue the 12-month average from languishing in negative territory the us released industrial data for june which showed industrial production up 5.4 percent month on month manufacturing production up 7.2 percent month on month and capacity utilization rates climbing back a further three and a half percentage points to 68.6. Yesterday, I talked about how Eurozone and UK industrial production in May was 18.9% below what it had been in February. In the US, the February to May shortfall was slightly less at 15.4% and June's data leaves that production gap only 10.8% below February's level. The damage done to the US industrial base has been less dramatic than in Europe and the recovery seems to be further advanced. I have to say that shows up in the US shocks and surprises index too. Right now it stands at plus 1.5, whilst at its worst in May it fell to minus 1.1. So the surprise of the rebound does match the shock of the initial slump. In Europe, however, the index has recovered only to plus 0.3 from a May low of minus 1.5. So far in Europe then, the surprise and recovery isn't offsetting the initial European shock. Over in Asia, Indonesia's June trade data was much stronger than expected with exports up 2.3% year on year and 1.9 standard deviations above trend while imports were down 6.4% only and were 23 standard deviations above trend. There are a couple of things to notice about this. First, it resulted in a $1.27 billion trade surplus, which is up a billion from last year. This is part of a fairly remarkable turnaround we've seen in Indi- Indonesia's trade position. In the first half of this, this year, it has managed a surplus of $5.5 billion, Whilst in the same period last year, there was a deficit of 1.9 billion. As we've seen elsewhere, the collapse of trades values has tended to be relatively better news for countries with relatively precarious trade balances, rather than for those enjoying a trade surplus. Thailand is in a similar position. During January to May, Thailand managed a trade surplus of 9.09 billion compared with just 856 million in the same period last year. And that's despite the fact that exports fell 3.6% year on year. By contrast, South Korea's trade surplus in the first half fell to 11.5 billion US dollars from 19.5 billion in the same period last year. But before we get too excited about Indonesia's June trade recovery, there's another fa- thing, factor we've got to think about, Ramadan. Ramadan this year was about two weeks later than last year, essentially lasting from the 24th of April to the 23rd of May, whilst last year it started on the 6th of May and didn't end until the 4th of June. That means you got an extra few working days in June this year and a few less in May compared to last year. And when you look at it, the degree of surprise in June's exports and imports almost exactly matches the size of the shocks we saw in May. Strip it all out, And the six-month deflection against trend are pretty small, down 0.2 standard deviations for exports and down 0.1 standard deviation for imports. This sort of Ramadan effect doesn't seem to have made much of an impact in India's trade however, uh, where Muslims account for only about 14% of the population. There the collapse in import demand is resulting in a quite massive turnaround in India's overall trade position. In June, India's exports were down 12.4% but its imports collapsed 48.4% year-on-year. The result is that India managed a trade surplus, yes a trade surplus, of 800 million dollars for the month. I think that's the first monthly trade surplus India's had since March 2002 and it takes the balance for January to June to a deficit of 43.8 billion compared with a deficit of $82.2 billion in the same period last year. These are, these are material differences. Right, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. And if you've got something out of it, and I hope you did, please help spread the word about the bulletin in any way you feel like. If you'd like to know more about Coldwater Economics, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater@fastmail.com. at fastmail.com.